Thank you for listening to West Virginia and Commonplace. Before we get this episode started, let the sponsor real quick uh, keep the lights on for me. Thank you very much. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all the trips to the grocery store. Count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. And all recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. And this week, one of the better things that they are offering is a balsamic fig chicken. Uh, seems like it would taste really good. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh and the number one meal kit. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today we have a special episode. This is another one of these podcast collides, and this is a special one. I got with me right now the Pinnacle. Um, not the Pinnacle, uh, you know, vodka or whatever. Not the whipped cream version. I have Dewan O'Neill with me from the illustrious podcast called Grown Man Logic. It's about the the second biggest thing that's coming out of the West Coast right now. So Dewan, I mean- please... West Coast. I mean, we 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 East Coast, we West Coast, we Midwest. We we have it all, man. I think that's a beautiful thing about growing man logic. You're you're getting four perspectives from like four different regions of the United States. So like it's a very it's a very valid and well-rounded opinion um, or well-rounded discussion um, when 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 you're dealing with growing man logic. All right, now for the audience, um, we've already had Eric on from there. So let's get a little backstory on you, whatever you feel comfortable talking about. So let's hear about Dewan O'Neill. Uh, so I'm from the the greatest city in the world, Boston, Massachusetts. Um, <laughs> I, see, I see the look. Yeah, I'm from the greatest city in the world, Boston, Massachusetts, man. Um, and I am uh, I currently reside in Virginia Beach, Virginia, um, as a member of the United States military. Um, so I'm active duty military as well. I am a professional wrestler, an author, a spoken word artist. Um, yeah, man, I, I got my uh, MBA from Northeastern University, and yeah, man, we're just kind of kind of out here kicking it, man. And uh, yeah, I just want to elevate elevate the culture, man. Tell people to up their pressure. You 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 know the motto. All right, so hold on, let me get something straight. You're in the seven five seven right now. I am right now. So you in the seven five seven? Now I'm originally from Virginia. Now that's one thing that we don't talk about. I'm from the four three four. I'm from this place called Lynchburg, Virginia. Shout out Lynchburg. Virginia, no doubt. And uh, I come over that Tidewater region. I'll tell you something crazy. I didn't know this. And then let me tell you how backwards I am. For some strange reason, I thought you were on the West Coast. No, no, no. Kendra's on the West Coast. Kendra's on the West Coast, right? And I know that uh, Eric's up there in Cleveland, right above me. But that's crazy. You right around the corner because. You know, that's just off topic. I actually vacation out there at the beach out, not so much Newport or bad news, but out yeah, there like yeah. it out there, you know, at Virginia Beach. And then right up, I like to go up Chesapeake. I actually like uh, Eastern Shore. If you've been up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's beautiful, especially around yeah. this time of the year. Yeah. yeah this where like the hidden beaches are that we don't tell the tourists about. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then on a the sneak tip, I'll tell you this secret. And if you get a chance, I don't know if you've been as far as Ocean City yet, but. Oh, yeah. Take the Ocean. 
Maryland, yes. I'll go, I'll, I'll fly yeah. into Salisbury or I'll drive all the way out there and then I'll creep up to Delaware and go shop because it ain't no tax on nothing. Oh, that's right, right on 13, man. You know, so most people get caught in that beltway traffic, but you jump right into 13 and then jump on number one. It takes you right in Delaware, man. We speak the same language, bro. Okay, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's where, where I, 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 I love. And so you said East Coast, East Coast thing. I feel you on that. And like I told you earlier, I, I was out Boston area and all around there, but I was there when it was cold. So it was a whole different story. Beautiful place Boston, out there. Boston, beautiful when it's cold, man. Boston, beautiful in the fall. Boston, beautiful in the summer. We only started the country. You're welcome. And um, you, you know what I'm saying? Boston <laughs> is beautiful any time of the year, man. Well, and the only thing I'll say this is that I, I didn't realize, um, you know, we don't, as a as a as a whole US, we don't we don't clock Boston for its gang activity. Like y'all got some y'all got some real Asian gang uh violence going on out there with these gangs. And I'm like, you know, I'm out here and you know I'm from I'm in West Virginia now. So like we're just a run-through place. So everybody you come here, they they got a different style. I'm an emulator. I'm gonna be like the Boston's when I'm up there. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you guys and stuff like that. I'm not gonna be like y'all, blah blah blah. But I noticed like we went to some nice places, and then when we got into Boston, you had to check yourself. It was like a, it won't like a Chicago feel, but it was like a Baltimore feel. I mean, we, I mean, we, we, we legit get it in up there. But like, here's the thing about being gangster, right? The, the, the bet uh, they say that the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he didn't exist, right? So if that's true, the ideal of being a gangster is not to advertise it, but it's to get away with it. Right. The most gangster people are the people that got away with the crime. So like when you clock Boston, you don't clock it as like, you know, some street shit happening up there. So it's kind of just like, yo, it, it happens up there. It goes down. Up yeah, there, like but. like and, and that was the one thing I'll say this before I cut you off or since I cut you off is the same thing about Cleveland. Where Eric's from, I mean, it's real carjackings. It's like pull up to the stop. Like, you better be careful. Yeah. Cause you might get got in both places. And mm-hmm. I was in the vicinity of that and in Buffalo at the same time all three of these places and I'm getting this culture because I call it the New England clam chowder and stuff. I'm getting this culture up here once again, because it always refreshes because with my job, I may not be in your area every year, but every in a five year span, I'm all over the United States and just that right there, you know, but anyway, getting back on topic. So you're a podcaster, uh, you're a professional wrestler. We'll get into that in this interview. Mm. Um, You are multifaceted. You're on your way to be a media mogul. You just got to make time to be the mogul, you know. <laughs> um, and the and the crazy thing here is, uh, you have this podcast, Grown Man Logic. It's four personalities mm. that mesh, and you guys haven't met a conflict yet. And I'm the first person that capped you guys as a new addition. <laughs> and, and and I felt like you got in your feelings when I called you Ralph Travans. Well, I just need an explanation. But the same way on the show, right? Like for, for those of y'all who've seen an episode of Grown Man Logic, if if something catches me, like I don't just let it pass. I, I do it for clarity, right? So when I hear something, I just need the clarification. It's not necessarily that I'm in my feelings, but I need I need that moment of explanation, right? So when you when you hit me with the Ralph Tresvan reference, and I was like, wait a minute, we're beefing. Until I get an explanation, we're beefing. <laughs> because because so a lot, a lot of people, and it's crazy that that nobody has interviewed us as a crew. Right. So you see us on Mondays, you see us on Thursdays, you see us do the private stock interviews on Sundays, which air. Um, we just added another show to uh, to air on Wednesdays exclusive to YouTube called the VSOP Lounge. OK. Um, and the VSOP Lounge is, is uh, heavily anchored by me. Um, it's, uh, it's called uh, Varied superior opinions and perspectives the lounge vsop okay and that's uh, i guess that would be my version of a podcast 
um, because I'll get on there. It's about five to 10 minutes. And, you know, it's just, it's just more content like to, to give people. And I, I have opinions that it, not, it may not necessarily affect the other people that, that come with this brand. And my, my opinions are, uh, are based in, in facts and statistics. And I give people the option to rebut. You can talk to me in the comments. You can hit me on the email. You can wait till Monday. You can come find me on Instagram. Like, you know what I'm saying? But um, there's some stuff that, that definitely needs to be talked about that, that we're not having these conversations conversations and um so it was kind of like you know all three of my other co-hosts have podcasts you know eric with yes. the combo uh carla with the she blows and then kendra with coffee with kendra which in itself needs no advertisement because she's fucking killing it right now right but but um so i kind of felt like i needed to add uh, um my own because on 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 all of their platforms they drive traffic to grown man logic and they so i look at it as they're doing me a favor Right. And it's kind of like that's, that's kind of how I look at it. I, I look at it. As they're doing me a favor by lending their their image and their likeness and their uh, their intellectual property to me um, at, while we're doing that. So if that's the case, I can at least shoulder my own load. So I added that show primarily by me. They're, they're going to make rants and stuff like that is going to appear. But that, that the heavy lifting on the VSOP lounge is definitely going to be me. OK, now, do you see where the Ralph Trevance uh, relate correlation comes in here? Because let me give it to you. We're we talking about the whole group. We you know, we got two different groups because you're from Boston. We got the Bobby Brown version. Then we got the Johnny Gill version. But both them versions have Ralph in it. And we both know that Ralph carried everybody. He was the showman. And yeah. and if you look at his actual net worth, he got more money than Bobby Brown, even though Bobby Brown structurally, when we look at music sales and stuff like that, his career was planted a certain way for him. He had a certain level of success. And once his success ended, somebody told him the right thing and he stepped away from it and just lived off of his greatest hits, which he's still doing to this day. Which he's still doing to this day, yeah. Right, because you know, after he he put that good album out in the 90s, he put one more out, but nobody talked about that. But the thing is, Ralph Trevance kept continuously making music and behind the scenes just because he necessarily wasn't the guy that was always singing his songs. He was still out there writing. He had showmanship. Right. He knew his place. He knew that he had to fit different roles. And that's what you do inside your podcast because you're a wrestler. So you you know, you know, you know the different uh hill K Fab will stay with K Fab. You know how to stay in character. Uh, yeah, for sure. For real, for real. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So now um y'all's podcast is growing. Um, there was an amazing competition that took place. And um, like I said, we won't politic on on the the issues that happened inside this championship of podcastogram shout out to Pat. He integrated podcasts that normally wouldn't even touch each other with a 10 foot pole and not in any disrespect because inside our community, there's always subgenres, all kinds of ways uh, that podcasts are separated. Right. But um, a phrase that was coined to me and I had to look at it, not from a racial standpoint. I had to look from it from a, a standpoint of a black person and a white person told me this. Uh, that there is an urban and, and a suburban podcast. Because when I think of those two, I think black and white, you know, because that's how people want to stereotype it. But I looked at it from the perspective of everybody's in the working class together. We right. actually live in different areas. Um, and where I come from, you know, I come from Lynchburg, Virginia. I'm from the suburbs. We have an urban area in Lynchburg, but I am from uh, corn fed grass eating uh cows man i know what it's like to go sleep in the woods without a tent yeah yeah you know sure. and then there's other people from different areas you're from the city the city's a fast place you know you know what it's like to sleep somewhere with, where there's always lights yeah 
and, and, you know, and that when it was explained to me like that, I was like, okay, I can go with this. And then I said, if this is a, a cheap way of saying black and white, you, you sold me for right now. Uh, but what is your feeling about this description of suburban and urban podcast? Um, I, I definitely agree. Um, but I think that, I think that, um, you know, to tie the whole thing together, uh, what, what Pat did was a very beautiful thing. And um, if I understood him correctly, be on the lookout for like the final 16 to come on a different voting platform. If I understood him correctly, um, he was on a live with somebody else, but um, when, so when, when that happened, so actually I didn't, I didn't know that this was a thing. Um, the, the, the whole like championship thing. I didn't know this was a thing. Um, obviously I'm, I'm a baby podcaster. Uh, my, my, my podcast is nine weeks old. Right. Uh, um, uh, literally nine weeks old. We just dropped episode number nine. I'm, I'm in the editing phase of that right now. So and it's crazy because um, I, I didn't know it was a thing. So um, it, it actually it actually gave me an opportunity to study. I'm, I mentioned in the intro, in my intro that like, I, you know, I'm, I'm an MBA. I have a master's degree in marketing. So my uh, the first thing, the first rule of marketing is, is to study the comps. Not necessarily that it's a competition, but like if you're moving into an area and you're going to buy a house, Right. You want to know what other houses are selling for in that area. So, you know, if you're getting a fair price or not. So so I sat back and kind of just watched. Um, and as as I as I uh, began to to dive in, because, you know, that like eventually I, I became heavily involved. You were in um, a, you were doing color commentary. You had your own show inside the inside the championship. Yeah, well, because I, well, so I, I saw it as an opportunity because um, Grown Man Logic wasn't invited to the dance, but I wanted to be in the next one. Right. And I didn't want to be on the outside of the window, like window shopping. Right. So it was kind of like, okay, well, cool. And, and Pat didn't even know that I was going to do the first live. I kind of just like announced it. It was like, Hey, look, I'm going to go live and talk about this. I want to, cause because the podcast community was buzzing at that time. Well, my circle of the podcast community was buzzing right. at that time. And so I'm like, Oh, well, fuck. If everybody's talking about it, this is an opportunity for those of y'all who don't know me, you're, you're, you're going to, and you're going to figure out like what, like what it's, what it's about. So I didn't even tell Pat. I was like, I actually, I told him the day before I was like, Hey, I'm going to go live and discuss like who people got on the votes because everybody was doing in their stories individually. Yeah. And nobody decided to no, nobody decided to be the glue to put it together. Right. You know, you had people like distance nerding and um, uh, Irish survival. Right. They were putting it in their stories. OK, who you got. Right. You know, why not talk about this? Let's make it a face off. Let's let's do it. Let's let, why, let's let's build some drama. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I kind of just jumped in. But when I did that, I kind of didn't know the, the undertaking that I was doing because I had to listen to everybody's podcast so I could talk intelligently about what right. was happening. Usually, you know what I'm saying? I, I kind of set myself up. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go live. And it, it was, it was on Instagram. So now I'm accountable. I'm either yeah. accountable or a liar. Right. So I stayed up. I remember um, I stayed up for like 48 hours straight listening with, to podcasts. With no meth, with no meth. With no meth. <laughs> with no meth. <laughs> <laughs> was it? I mean, there might have been an eight ball or two, but there, there was no difference. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I stayed up for 48 hours straight listening to podcasts so I could talk intelligently about the live. And then the first one was, was, was dope. And like a lot of people tuned in to see what I was saying about them. And that actually sent people to Grown Man Logic. You know what I'm saying? Because it was kind of like, hey, 
this guy is talking about us. He actually took the time to listen. Okay, we'll show him some love just off of, you know, professional courtesy. But to, sorry, that was a long way of answering your question. But um, listening to like everybody's, um, I listened to 64 podcasts, three episodes of each. And I would definitely Whoa. say, yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, so the tournament... <laughs> So, so the tournament was um it was sixty four podcasts. It started out sixty four, and so yeah, I listened to everybody's podcast, and it was like three episodes of each, um not in a row. So like I would listen to the battles, right? So I would go listen to you know uh, Irish Survival and West Virginia Commonplace. I listened to both of your latest episodes. All right, cool. Now I'll go to the next battle. Two episodes, two episodes, you know, etc. Right? When I got once I got through all of the battles, I went back and did it again with the different, you know, with different episodes. And that, and that one I kind of chose at random because, you know, your game may have elevated, you know, in a span of, you know, two seasons or what have you. So now I need something from season one so I can talk about your growth and stuff like that. Right. So, I mean, to me, that was a really dope experience, but there, there's definitely a difference. And it's a it's a noticeable difference to people who listen to both types of podcasts because um, the subject matter is different between suburban and urban right. podcasts. And I'll say this inside the urban podcast, there's a more of a jump with the live, the Instagram live. Now, let me tell you a story about you and I. Um, our story is kind of crazy. I'm, you know, I'm in the background over on my side of the fence. I do this thing called the list and I put it out every 30 days and I'm no authority on any podcast, but I do listen to quite a bit because when I travel, sometimes I travel by car and man, I can drive. I'll, from West Virginia, I'll go to a 12 hour drive straight to, to Massachusetts and I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to a variety of things, whatever someone puts in my uh, Instagram or whatever, or sends it, sends it however. So I'm hearing everybody's podcast. Well, Pat comes back to me. He's like, he's like, uh, this young man is doing a, um, uh, an analytic, uh, analytic uh, view on things. And he's like, let me get your opinion. So I said, okay. I said, let me get a few listens in here. And me, I cheat a little bit. I've got uh, people that listen for me <laughs> and it, and then I'll go in and I'll listen to sound bites of what they tell me to listen to. You know, if you have a, an episode that's 30 minutes, uh, let's say seven minutes inside that episode somewhere, there's a gym somewhere. Everybody's episode has a gym regardless of what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I get the, the good point. Basically I get the cliff notes on podcasts and then I go in and listen. So he asked me a few times uh, to give my results and he would hit me up at like five o'clock in the morning or something crazy. And everybody knows that my schedule is whatever I do. So I just wake up and go as I please. So I, I woke up and uh, I started giving you a little bit of, you started getting information from Pat through me and that's how we connected. And then I, I ended up on one of y'all's uh, shows one time. It was you and grown too much game which a lot of respect out there for too much game. Um, Cause y'all, yeah, were going to y'all, Uncle Mike. Yeah, y'all, Uncle Mike, y'all was out there. Y'all was going against each other. And uh, that was a tough one. And, and I followed y'all's podcast cause your podcast uh, doesn't necessarily fit the same vein as mine, but the way that y'all carried it and how y'all did things that was more in my lane than his. And later on mm. listening, I like his podcast now because I, I got a chance and I sit back like when he did the little live this week, uh, all y'all, one thing I do want to say real quick, all y'all, Cool Out Corner, whoever, y'all need to sit down and do a TV schedule so we can get this live thing straightened out because everybody's putting out shows. I know that y'all do ads. I, I saw you I saw you post that. I saw you post that. We need to come up with a schedule. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. We're, 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 grown, we're grown man logic. We initially started on Thursdays, right? Because um, there's nobody doing lives on Thursdays. Right. There, there was nobody doing lives. And, and, and ultimately... Um, so for those of y'all that are going to hear this, um, if you miss the live on Thursday, that live gets converted um, into an actual podcast with an intro and, you know, segments and stuff like that. Um, and it's released the following Wednesday. Um, okay. So, 
so so nobody nobody yes you kind of double tap them you know what i'm saying like so like but i I feel like that i I needed um i mean as a wrestler like you you know because you you got some skeletons in the closet about pro wrestling yourself young man Um, that's that's a long time ago (laughs) but yeah i mean you, you know that like it's all about the energy of the people um so like that's why i chose to go to that format right versus instead of recording straight to anchor you know this that and the third and i felt like that kind of like smoothed the path for grown man actually because my personal my personal page has 10 10 10,600 followers that's based off of like wrestling the book um spoken word open mics you know this that and the third so that's why i launched the live from there up up until we build up the grown man logic podcast page right right so so and you never know who's going to drop in so it was it was easier to just record it live rip the audio and then you know up you know edit and upload um but that's where you get like the music the you know the segments and the, the dope segues and shit like that so actually the people that listen to it the following wednesday are in for more of a treat than the people who get it live the people that get it live their treat is you can interact with us live right and, you, and, and that's the one thing that I like about that. And, and I'm going to add that inside of the Urban Podcast, their whole package. Everyone I've come across, except for like maybe three, do live shows. And that live show has a certain hypeness. It has a, a charisma. And I, and I always go deep into charisma because not everybody's got charisma. Yeah, and y'all, yeah. and you have the charisma out of your group. Uh, the other ones have a little pizzazz and stuff like that. But charisma is something that you're born with. If you're not taught it, you know, you can't buy it. I mean, they could buy you and put you in place, you know, but that's something that's your podcasting element. If nobody's ever told you that your charisma draws people in. Uh, Kendra comes in and she's kind of like, like I said, it's just, it's that, it's that new edition thing right there. It's that Bobby Brown, Johnny Gill, Ralph Travance, and then Carlos Bill Biv DeVoe. She's doing the thing, you know, she, she got the poison, but it's just it's just like all of that together makes new addition. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what y'all do. And then your solo ventures and with you stepping out with what you're doing now, like it has to make you feel really good inside to know like that y'all started a few weeks ago and now y'all launched y'all y'all are like the top of the, the food chain. You may not think it, and you might not feel it because you just see your ecosystem as it is right now, but nah. Like I've sat back and I've talked to people about your podcast, your podcast, and um, it's another one on the suburban site called Bad Cancel. Uh, yeah, I listen to them; they're really dope. Shout out right. to Bad Cancel. Shout out yeah. to Bad Cancel. Um, you two are a parallel, even though it's only three of them, and uh, they have a female too. But um, and I ain't say that in any disrespect. I, I apologize about that. Well, but, well I mean, the, the, so the sort of female here's. Here, and here's watch this watch this from from that from that study of like in those podcasts in the tournaments i know that the female just recently joined within right. the last within the last six months um she, she's been a guest a few times but, but you see what i'm saying this this is how in depth that i listen to like right like yeah, right, but, go ahead but let me give you this comparison so like on the spectrum like you two should have been matched up in some type of championship and one day with y'all going to be matched up because and if we do those two categories, y'all two match up right there, like boom. You all, they have a comedic factor. Y'all have comedy on there, but y'all are serious and y'all have comedy. So that's just where it differs. But in that group setting, when you put an episode of you guys stacked up an episode against them, that's a real challenge there. And, yeah. and, and you know, um, the, the, 
the matchups were however they were set up but it's like when you got all these podcasts together like how you did this analyst analytic work and you know listen to everybody it was kind of amazing like i seen like to me the the dark horse was that irish survival podcast and that we're on your we're on your time but it was something about that when i thought that one was gonna you know sweep the whole thing well she's she's 13 bro she's amazing right she's amazing she's 13 and and you know, if if you never wanted to join the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts, you made me uh, want to join. Listen to that, listen, listen to that podcast, man. And 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 I feel like she's your she's your scout leader. You know, she's your cub master. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, if, if she's listening to if she if she hears this, then she should definitely call her fans, her listeners, the cub the 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 cubs. You know what I'm saying? She and she's the <laughs> cub master, man. Because like, and so she sent me to Google like a few times. Right. Because as I was listening to this, the first thing I thought, I thought it was a voice effect on her voice. Right. I thought it was an adult putting the kid's voice on or maybe, you know, an adult was writing the script for like a child or I mean, that could that could be the case. And we not know it could be a right, 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 right. aspect. There, but, <laughs> but she sent me to Google to like verify some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't really brag about or talk about what I do inside of, you know, what I'm saying the United States Navy, but her survival. I'll just say I know survival. I know survival well. And her her podcast is spot on. Right. And, and it's just something about that. But now let's flip the script and get back over to you. So you're a professional wrestler. And I, mm. the thing I like about these uh, podcast clubs, I can jump back and forth. And um, we're speaking on your pro wrestling. We're not talking about anybody else. Uh, just you. Um, people who know me, they know me across Virginia and, and wherever. I, I got a little amateur background and, and a little professional, but whatever. But you are a full professional wrestler. Your, your size, uh, you're like, you're what I wanted to be 10 years ago. <laughs> I just couldn't, I just couldn't keep the weight lifting up. Don't do it. It's a trap. It's a trap. Don't, don't, don't do it. So, um, so, so tell and, us about this pro wrestling real quick. How did you get into that? Um, so I, I, I've always loved pro wrestling ever since I saw, um, I think it was like WrestleMania nine when, um, Yokozuna and Hogan, we're battling for the title and Luger came out to make the save or, or was it the or, Bret Hart finish where Hogan came out on Bret Hart? No, cause it wasn't quite there. I remember Yokozuna. Was it Yokozuna? Okay, so, 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 okay, no. So let me, okay. You're right. I think it may have been, I think it was Yokozuna beat Bret Hart for the belt and then yeah. Hogan came out Hogan, and, you know, yeah, made the finish. Yeah, you're yeah, You're right. Um, so I kind of watched it and then, you know, they were still in that cartoony, um over gimmicky area right that so ultimate I, warrior yeah the warrior you know what i mean and um so you you kind of you're what oh what is this all right cool bet and then so you know i kind of stayed up watched it you know what i mean and then they were selling the ico pro and you can call for 99 cents yes. a minute and shit <laughs> and um so i would i would always ask my mom when i got good grades in my report cards to hey i want the wwf magazine and i want i want to be able to call uh, and talk to sean michaels i always wanted to talk to sean michaels uh <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. I just always wanted to talk to Sean Michaels. At first, I was mad at him because I saw him kick Janetti uh, and throw him through the barbershop window. And I appreciated I that. Uh, well, well, so at the time, I didn't understand, you know, gimmick and storyline. I kind of just felt bad for Janetti because it was like, you know, how could you betray your friend like that? Why would you do that to him? Because um, <laughs> you know, at, th at this time, I'm like seven, eight years old. You know, yeah. um and I had the action figures of the Rockers. Um, their their first action figures they were wearing yeah, the little the green, yeah with the, the purple and the white yeah they were, yeah exactly. 
So, um, and I would put on like wrestling shows with my little action figures in my room. I do the color commentary, et cetera. It's almost like I was born to talk, right? So it was kind of like I was doing the color commentary. Like, oh my God, I was emulating JR and shit. And then, <laughs> um, so, you know, fast forward, you know, life happens. I, I graduate from uh, Northeastern University. I have uh, a major amount of student debt that, that you know, that's, that's piling up. So I, I joined the military. Um, I was lied to by a recruiter. And I ended up going enlisted instead of officer because the recruiter lied to me. He told me that I could do it later, but he was really just trying to fluff his numbers, whatever. I meet Eric in the military um, at my first duty station, actually. Okay. And he and I have been friends ever since then. That was 2008 um, that I actually joined the military, but I was a preschool teacher prior to that. Okay. Like, wow. With yeah. the same physique? So, no, 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 no. I was, um, when I, so when I joined in, in 2008, I was about 185 pounds. And now the physique, I, I'm 260. I walk around at 260. So, so the, <laughs> so the, um, so I'm, yeah, I meet, I meet Eric and then, um, you know, I mean, we, we form our friendship and obviously the rest is history. You know, we're back at grown man logic. Um, the, so at 2000, I think it was like 2016, I was in a bar, like drunk as shit like uh, because the patriots or something were playing and i think they lost the game and it was the playoffs and anyways just the owner of this wrestling school like hits me he taps me on the shoulder he's like hey man uh you ever thought about being a pro wrestler and i'm like uh on, only every day of my life and he's like you'll come out of school and i turned out to be like really good probably because all of the you know the the reps that i got as a kid, you know, just yes. playing wrestling outside on the mattress. Uh, but I turned out to be really good, man. And it, and it really took off. And now um, I've been able to turn that into like a very lucrative, um, lucrative business for myself. So let me ask you, is there any plans in the future to go do a tryout and go somewhere like NXT or anything like that? So I, I did in, in um, 2018, two years in the business, I did a ring of honor tryout Ooh. and they gave and they gave me an eight out of 10. Um, the eight, uh, the two marks that I had off was um, gear and polish. Um, so, you know, so I, I decided to work on that. Um, they did a, a seminar the following year, which was uh, 2019. And um, they told me, I applied and they told me it was too soon to look at me again. They wanted to see some more stuff. Okay, cool. Um, and that turn, I deployed with, uh, with Navy SEAL Team 2 to Africa. At the end of 2019, um, obviously COVID and you know what I'm saying, things 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 happened. So um, I made my my in ring. Actually, I've made my in ring date uh, return. Uh, made it back in February, but I'll be in the ring again in July, July 10th, starting to pick up a semi full time schedule, and then we're gonna make a run to the top. Um, okay. I gave, I gave myself I gave myself to to the age of 42 to make a run to the top, um, and then. Okay. Uh, you know, because I, I feel like that's a. I, I joined late. I, I started wrestling. When I was 28 years old when okay. I started. Um, but I take really good care of my body, and I still like, obviously. Look, I still look. <laughs> I still look young in the face. You know what I'm saying? So that's still marketable. There's still marketability there. So I gave myself to about 42 to try and make a run at the top, and um, try and figure out you know you know where it goes. And, and do me a favor while you're in Virginia, uh, make that trip over to Roanoke, Virginia in uh christiansburg area and meet jimmy valiant and get in touch with tony atlas no so i i have photos with both of them um i've, oh, I've, I've that? i actually wrestled jimmy valiant <laughs> yeah i wrestled him at a place called pure pro wrestling um jimmy love and and those guys uh salute to them man um and if you actually if you guys actually hear this uh 
uh, I'm willing to come back, but obviously my my uh, my rates increased. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the um, yeah, man. So I, I wrestled Jimmy Valiant at, at Pure Pro Wrestling, and um, I thought that I was gonna break him because of you know what I'm saying. Uh, how, how old? Like, yeah, how old he is, man. He's been doing this for so long. But um, even even at that point, I, I learned so much in the ring with him that it was it, it was it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. And the crazy thing on that is, uh, and this ties in because you have to understand, audience, like we're talking about stuff and we're, we got a, a little bit of a relation here. Um, that's the guy that trained me. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because you got to think being from Lynchburg, I'm over in that Roanoke region, the western, I'm in the central part of Virginia, but I'm over in the western part. Um, and, and just that whole group. So that's amazing that you actually wrestled him. He's one of the guys that I'll say that, him and William Regal are two of the most underrated wrestlers of, you know, that actually train people mm. in, in hey, around. Regal's a beast, man. You remember Regal got in trouble because he out wrestled Goldberg and made him look bad on TV to, to other wrestlers. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, something man, about I mean, Regal. Regal always had me going. Now let's get back into this podcast and stuff. Cause we're going everywhere. <laughs> we, we, we might have to do a wrestling podcast one evening. Um, so you're you're starting out. You got nine weeks in the game. Y'all are uh, your your crew. Y'all are really hype. Y'all are about like b boys dancing around doing your thing with everybody. Everybody's trying to get a hold of y'all guys. Um, since you're you've been in the business, you're an influencer, and obviously with your other endeavors that we'll go into in just a little bit, you um you influence people. You do this type of stuff. What has been the biggest mistake that you made at the beginning when you started podcasting? Um, the biggest is is uh. I underestimated the amount of work that it takes to grow a podcast. Um, I, I, I underestimated the the amount of nurturing that it actually takes um, to, to grow your baby. Um, so with, with like wrestling, right? Um, I, I spend countless hours training and countless hours in the gym, right? Like kind of perfecting a move or, you know, move set or maybe a combination or something like that with uh, spoken word before I go to an open mic where I, I use open mics before I begin to record it. So when I go into the studio, I'm not wasting the engineer's time. I can knock it out in the three minutes that it takes. Um, with with writing a book, um, it's a stream of consciousness. So like I write it and then I can go back the next day and edit the chapter, right? But with podcasting, um, I figured that people were fans of mine so they would just listen, right? right? And, um, you know, people were fans of mine from other endeavors so they would just listen. And I didn't. I, I underestimated the marketing aspect of what actually needed to happen. Um, I kind of figured, okay, we got a dynamic person. We got a dynamic here. You know, four different personalities. All right, cool. Um, the closest mainstream comparison that I can draw to grown man logic would be like the Breakfast Club, right? right? Um, and I, I feel like we have a dynamic to to meet them. Um, we're not. We don't have the polish yet. Um, in terms of like the radio and the media history and everything, but I feel like we have the dynamic to meet them. So I was expecting to be able to just jump on. I can send out one text message, hey, you guys check us out and people would do it. But it, it, it wasn't. So I, my, my biggest mistake would be underestimation. But you okay. see, I rectified. I rectified that quickly. Right. And, and like I said, and, and I hate to bring it always back to this podcast, the Championship. With that exposure there, 
it got y'all guys uh, in my eyes. And and I'm not saying like I'm Scrooge or someone that just sits on a hill. I mean, I live on the mountains, but you know, I'm not one that sits on a hill and see something and I'm like, whoo, these guys got potential. No, I look for people that have already broke through the glass ceiling because people with potential can have that all day. If, once you break that proverbial glass uh, ceiling, you know, y'all y'all are already there. So the thing that I liked about you guys once I started doing research on y'all, like because you know, I sit back, I'll get the virtual assistant or somebody to go dig and find some stuff. You guys built a level of intimacy, which is the hardest thing in, inside of podcasting. And I talk so much about this in my podcast talks. Y'all built a level level of intimacy with strangers, people outside your podcast. When I first saw you guys, all of you as a collective on a live, I listened and I was like, man, two of them are going to be all right. Two of them going to be whack. One of them might be a star. The other three might be crap. And then you, you hear, initially I heard the first three of you. I didn't hear Carla until later on. Um, really didn't know about her existence at that time until later on, even though she was plugged in y'all's stuff, you know, she was, she wasn't around at the time. So um, you listen and you're like, man, this is like somebody I could hang out with. This is somebody, you know, I might come out of retirement and, and put them on the ground. You know, this is somebody that I, <laughs> that's just a little small jam. Um, this, th- these are, these are people that could come sing at my wedding after, you know, after hours and we could drink through the night and tell all kinds of folklores inside the mountains of West Virginia. And that is a plug for West Virginia. Um, beautiful yeah, place. Yeah, beautiful place. Just to pass through. Just to pass now, through. No, so I wrestle there. Um, Keith Crockett throws an event there like every so often. Bluefield? Say again? Was it Bluefield or where? Um, I don't know. I know that there's a hotel there right and it's right next to like this gas station that serves breakfast and like there's a gymnasium or a high school that he he, um he rents out which is about five miles away from the hotel and um i I don't know what the the actual town is and i apologize for that that's all good knowing knowing that i was talking to you i should have that loaded but um the um he he throws an event there so i I wrestle in west virginia and um that the the drive from virginia to west virginia yeah yeah elevation Bro, but like the the views that you get, man. Like I almost drove off a mountain several times just trying to trying to catch a a, a picture of the of the mountain, the scenery in front of me, the horizon. It was, yeah. it was beautiful. I love West Virginia, <laughs> but go ahead. What's your point? All right. So either way, like y'all got this level of intimacy, and y'all built this with strangers. So I'm technically a stranger to y'all at this time. And then you know, Pat is not. He's not upselling nobody. He's saying these are the podcasts. Listen to them. Check them out. Blah blah blah. And you start looking at y'all's Instagram presence and your Instagram presence is not one that's threatening your presence. Your presence on Instagram is like, Hey, come on over and check us out. If you don't check us out, you're missing out. And that approach is the best marketing skill you can have. It's not the overzealousness. Like what I do, I'm overzealous. All my stuff is here coming soon. Check it out. Come to me now. Snap into a slim gym. Y'all are like, you can get over here if you want to, but if you don't come, you're going to miss out. That's y'all's approach and building that kind of intimacy without saying it or stating it. That's the best marketing skill inside of podcasting. Like I said, same thing with charisma. That's one thing that you can't teach people. You can show them all day long. So that's a credit to you guys. Thank you. Now, uh, inside your group as a collective, what do you think is the the strongest point that makes people gravitate to you guys? Um, authenticity, I think. Um, I feel like that you're going to have conversations, right? And um, you've seen a few of our lives. If, if things get too heated, like I'll stop the conversation 
and play like a random game of would you rather or right the pair or what is, is authenticity um so uh, a little and, and i'm giving away like the business plan here but like um so the topics are all i create the topics and and that's that's all that the rest of them get i'll put it in the group text and be like okay thursday we're talking about this here's where my mind is blah 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 but they they won't know the questions that i'm going to ask and they won't know um where i'm where i'm attempting to steer the conversation um they won't know like anything so so it's kind of like you know if you get triggered you're triggered and it's on air we're going to let you vent that out um if you you know if you disagree with this person and and also i know i know i know the rest of my crew right so <laughs> so um so eric is the only person that i actually knew you know with a, with an intimate knowledge of but because i study other people's work when when grown man logic became a thing it was kind of like uh okay i went and i listened to you know 10 episodes of coffee with kendra like the podcast not the yes live. yes yes and then I, I went and i listened to seven or eight ep- episodes of she blows it um and and eric was already my boy so like i kind of knew how he thought already but this was a reconnect for me and Eric. So then I went and listened to five episodes of uncomfortable conversation to figure out what they were about. So now I kind of sit back at this massive chessboard of, of ego, intellect, and passion. Right. And <laughs> so, so like, if I know that a question is going to trigger Eric, I'll let Kendra answer it first and then I'll throw it to Eric. Right. And that, then, pop, that woe factor. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'll throw it to him because he he's already triggered and he's itching to an- answer the question. But his his he he has a problem with the way that Kendra says things. So I know it's going to cause a, some friction. All right, cool. So now all I do is I'm looking for the sound bite there. So when I sit back, so honestly, as I'm running Roman Logic, I'm listening to it as a fan. And a lot of the times, the <laughs> authenticity comes because um, because I, I really want to know something. Um, so like, I know where I want the conversation to go and I know what statistics and facts say, but again, these are four different people or three. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouthwatering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all the trips to the grocery store. Count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. And all recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. And this week, one of the better things that they are offering is a balsamic fig chicken. Uh, Seems like it would taste really good. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off including free shipping on HelloFresh and the number one meal kit. The three other people with three other experiences. So I want to know something. So when I ask the, the follow-up question, it's because I'm legit intrigued. And, and now that may spark a thought like down in the corner. You know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> the authenticity is what makes people, I think, love the conversation because I, I'm not, um, I'm not going to throw an episode up for the sake of throwing an episode up. Right. Um, all of these, these topics, they come from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? They, they come from somewhere. So I, I, I'll come up with a topic. I'll put it in the group chat and be like, yo, here's what I'm thinking. Boom, boom, boom. So start wrapping your mind around this. So then it's funny because Carla is like the most organized out of all of us, right? She takes notes. She does her research and everything. And then sometimes I'll, I'll fuck with her 
Like I'll just <laughs> I'll, I'll throw a wrench in the plan just because I want to see her on. Uh, I want to see her like off kilter. Right. And, no structure. You want to take that structure away. <laughs> yeah, it, it's structured to me, but I don't. I don't want it structured for my my co-host. Okay. Now. Um, there's a segment I do on my regular show and I'm going to go ahead and do it with you. I normally don't do it with people on podcasts a lot. Um, it's about journalistic integrity. Um, growing up, I watched this show called 2020. Okay. And, um, I watched other news outlets, but something about 2020, maybe just because ABC came in good. Cause we had them little rabbit ears back in the day in the mountains. Got four channels and everything. Yeah. yeah. So, so ABC came in and on some Friday nights, I'd be chilling with my grandma. You know, we didn't have, uh, I, I wrestled amateur wrestled as a little kid. So some Fridays we didn't have tournaments going into Saturday. So I go sit with her and I would watch this and I liked uh, Diane Sawyer. I mm-hmm. like Barbara Walters. John Stossel was pretty cool, but he did the comedic portion. And I'm not very much of a comedian. My delivery comes off as a comedic, sometimes to some people but never the case i'm dead serious about what i'm saying to people and some people take that the wrong way so i'm gonna hit you with some questions because diane sawyer was very poignant to the point that she could get she could pull certain answers out of people but barbara walters when it came time for barbara walters that was that that uh 10 10 38 or 10 40 to 11 o'clock mm. she hit you with some gems that just shut the game down um and even Oprah, in some of those instances, like when she did the Michael Jackson interview, it was that last 20 minutes inside interviews that these questions got real tight. So let me hit you with uh, your Diane Sawyer questions first. Okay. Okay. Um, you, you've you uh, told us about uh, your ventures inside of your podcasting. You're doing a spoken word album, correct? Yes. Um, so you have all these, you got your hands in every little thing. So when do you actually make time for yourself? Um, rarely, rarely. Um, honestly, I, and, and this is something I've spoken like on record about, like I need to get better at that. Um, I'm actually going to be talking about it on Thursday um, in the I owe me episode of grown man logic right. where um, that, I mean, that's kind of what it's, what it's about. Like I, I, I spend so much of my energy because I have the energy now. Right. So my philosophy on that is I'm, I'm young enough and I have the energy now to, to, to make this run, right? And if I can put the chips and stack the chips in place now, then the Pringles can won't be hard to bag up when I don't have the energy. And now I can just kind of, you know, relax. Um, so I do take time for myself. It's usually, it usually comes in the form of like long drives or the gym early in the morning or right after the gym, I'll sit in my car for like 10 minutes and just kind of, <sighs> okay, the world's good. Um, so rarely, very rarely, but it, I mean, it does happen. It happens enough. To, to get by, but I do, that, that is something that I need to get better at. Okay. Okay. Now we're going to get a little deeper. You ready? Let's go. All right. So inside of podcasting, how are you self-caring for yourself? Because the first question I asked you was on a certain level of how you're keeping yourself level, but we're talking about the actual self-care. How are you keeping a good mental focus inside podcasting? Because the thing is you have to wrap your mind around a lot of things and you don't have to necessarily uh, be objective about everything you talk about, but how do you do that self-care to keep your mental straight? And we're not talking about working at, I mean, working out at the gym. Like what do you do to keep yourself mentally focused? I'm going to give you a quick example so you can think about your answer. For me, for instance, I record on a gorilla schedule. My Mm -hmm. right now, just me and you talking today at June 15th, 10, 21 PM. I have recorded my show until next year. It's done. Anything I'm doing right now are bonus episodes inside what I'm doing. 
everything strategically planned out. So if I die, it'll come out posthumously, you know, however it's going to come out. Um, so the structure that I do is I have a lot of free time now, you know, with my job and everything else. And obviously I don't work out or anything, but you know, I drink a good thing of tea and other things and I'm in other ventures. So I take a day like tomorrow, I'm just going to chill. I'm going to look over some insights and stuff like that. I'm going to go dig a little bit deeper on you and look at some different insights, look at some wrestling videos, see if I'm going to have to come out of retirement or not, or, you know, whatever. Um, so the way that I get my focus and everything straight is I just relax. I'll listen to y'all's podcast or I will go check out another one of my older podcasts. I'll go back through one thing that I like to do is I'll go back to the very beginning of my, my DM and I'll okay. see who, who I was dealing with then and who I'm not dealing with now. So oh, I'll, okay. I'll do, do this kind of stuff to keep myself mentally focused. I'm like, why did me and this person lose touch or did I switch up on them or did they switch up on me or did we just grow? Hmm. So, 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 so for me, one of my, like one of my ventures keeps me level on the other ones. Right. So uh, the last, the past two weeks, I've been throwing smoke to women. Right. <laughs> uh, I have um, like uh, Jeremy from life unplugged and myself jumped on a live on Wednesday. I was back at the women again on Thursday, on Friday, we're getting ready to go again and throw some more smoke. Um, so I've been throwing smoke, right? So like, it's kind of like, because I'm agitated about something and I have a pain, um, I'm agitated at the lack of accountability, et cetera. Right. I mean, you, you heard it. Yes. Those, yes. Those, yeah. Uh -huh. um, so, so like I, I, I speak freely, number one and number two, like me writing, um, because, you know, I've, I've written one book and now I'm, I'm in the process of writing another book. Um, and that's kind of my reflective piece because the, the second book I'm writing is a memoir is going to bring you up to where I am now. And it talks about, you know, from when I was struggling financially and didn't have a dime um, either financially or emotionally to offer the world. And I actually contemplated like suicide and it'll bring you up to like where I am now, where like I'm, I make moves like a boss where I don't have time to, to, to fuck with like petty stuff. You right. Know what I'm saying? So, it, but, but I take you on that journey and, uh, and I tell the stories in my life that, that impacted. Right. So that's my reflective piece. Okay, I could have did this better. Okay, and that's where my growth comes from. But the spoken word tip is I'm hurt about something. I'm angry about something. I'm really happy about something. Let's get this down. And I have I have a gift to like construct words in a way that like people enjoy. So it's kind of like all of my ventures kind of feed and work as a coping mechanism to me as a whole. So uh, it, it's crazy because I didn't get into podcasting to make money. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm all about securing the bag, but that that's not why I got into it. It was kind of like, this is just something extra. You know what I mean? Like, and, and something that, and something you're looting from it and you just stated it with everything you're doing. It's a part of your self care, everything it you is. said between the book, the spoken word. So you, you handle that. And one thing you did amazing in this podcast here that you probably didn't even realize you just helped somebody else out. You gave somebody uh, uh, a plan we didn't go over how to implement it, but you gave them a plan on how to handle stress, how to do things in a creative manner. So I want to thank you for that right there. No doubt, because no doubt. yeah, you, you just, you just sold them up on that one. Now here goes the Barbara Walters question. All right. You're, you're doing all these things. Um, you're taking care of the world 
And you told me earlier when we talked off the record that you didn't have 15 minutes free, but you told me outside of the gym, you got 10 minutes free, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So you do got, so you do got, see, I told you you got 15 minutes somewhere. You have another five minutes (laughs) later on down there. I just want to throw that in there. All right. And that's one of my things. We all have 15 minutes in life. That's it. And you, you got got it. Just 15 minutes. That's it. I'm I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Just 15. Um, So you're out here and you're doing everything. Um, you're, you're getting more successful. You've already been a success. Um, define for me what success is for you and define for me what is failure. Because I tell you this real quick to me, failure is a lesson. It's failure is not a negative thing. Failure is something that is going that I'm going to rebuild. I'm going to do something. I'm going to either revolve or evolve from that Mm -hmm. failure. So I might okay. go in a circle around it, or I might actually change. So, so let me let me answer that with like let me kick this off my answer to that with a story. Okay. Okay. So there was this lady, a uh, school teacher, and she was taking her children on a on a field trip to the Smithsonian Museum. Okay. Um, and uh, there was this little kid named Jamal, right? Jumped on a bus. And, you know, just, you know, inner city Baltimore kid, you know, they're going down to DC. So she was the art teacher and she gave them an index card prior to them going into the museum. And she said, okay, I want you to find a piece of art that speaks to you and write down what it says. Sounds simple enough, right? So they go in, they do the field trip, they complete it. And at the end, she's doing a head count and Jamal is missing. And she, so she goes back in the museum. He must be in the museum. So when she finally catches up to him, he's standing and he's staring at the Andy Warhol. Um, He's standing at, he's staring at the Andy Warhol picture. Uh, Andy Warhol has a picture inside of the Smithsonian museum called checkmate. Okay. Right. So she finds him and she, she looks at it with him and she's trying to understand what he's looking at. So she looks down and she's like, Jamal, does this painting speak to you? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, what does it say to you? And he's like, it's a lie. And she's like, what, what do you mean? And she's like, the, the piece, the painting, it's, it's a lie. It's lying. It's not telling the truth. And she's like, well, what is it saying to you? And she's like, well, the, the painting is called Checkmate. But if you look in the bottom right-hand corner, the king still has another move. Now, Jamal wasn't Bobby Fisher, but he did know how to play chess. Chess, okay, yeah. So what I'm saying to you is that, to me, success is defined as the amount of options that you have to live your life. Okay. Right. There's, there, I, I, I can't I can't assign monetary value to it. I can't assign an emotional state to it because uh, a state of being versus a moment are two different things. Right. Correct. Correct. So you may experience uh, failures or setbacks in your life, but it does not make you a failure. Being a failure is a state of being. Right. So in other words, what I'm saying is if I, the amount of options that I have to, OK, I can do this now. I don't have to do this now. I can tell you to fuck off. I can tell you I accept your offer, right? That's what makes you a success. What makes you a failure to me is in that checkmate position when you don't have any other moves and you're forced to do something because of your circumstance. That's what makes you a failure versus making you a success. So sustainability. Yeah, for sure. Sustainability. That's what I was driving. When you said all that, I, I found one word. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Now here goes your strong Barbara Walters question. Um, you have so many endeavors going on. Okay. Mm. Um, and you spoke about some of them candidly, some of them we haven't gotten into because I might have to do you like a second interview because I know you got to get to sleep in a little bit anyway. Um, so what does the future hold for you? 
Um, my future holds making sure that Dominic and Sophia and Saul are set up for success. Um, th that's the job of a father. That's the job of a man is to smooth out the path for his children, right? So the future holds for me whatever it's going to take to make sure that when 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 they're in college or when they're you know I'm, I'm making moves now right they're they're um 11 8 and 1 oh wow so you know so you know one with somebody might look at that and say oh you got time but i don't i don't because now i need to make sure because you know obviously grown man logic falls under my llc the right. Roman logic falls under the pinnacle media group, along with the wrestling, along with the books, along with everything. Right. But out of that, you know, Dominic has a 529 set up. There's a savings account set up for my other two. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like. There's a Roth like, account set up for you. I'll believe that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it, it just comes with like smoothing out, smoothing out um, life, man. But I think that um, what, what we didn't get into is like, I'm a certified life coach. Right. Okay, um, well, I like day, I told you, we're going to dig into everything. At, at the end of the day, like, um, at the end of the day, it's all about setting my my seeds up with the most amount of options. So, and, and that's, that's what, whatever it takes to get there. But I also feel like that my brain is filled with um, a way to do things and a way to not do things. Some are, uh, will be well-received opinions and some won't be. But at the end of the day, you're, you're going to hear them. You're either going to read them, you're going to hear them, or you're going to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can go along with that. Now, here comes the hard part in this interview. Um, you have a Superman deal with you. you got so many things you're doing. So in a minute, I need you to tell everybody what you are. You've got so many titles sell us don't sell us but tell us about everything that you are your certified life coach how's that come about um I, well i did like a couple of motivational speaking gigs um you know prior to um back in boston at 12 baptist church um shout out to 12 baptist church i was i was in training to become like a youth minister um i was in training to become like a youth minister prior to like the navy and the cursing and the tattoos and the, the alcohol <laughs> um, <laughs> But it did like that, that brought me in a relationship like that, that were like close to God. So like me and God are still like this, regardless of like, you know, what happens. What, yes. No, not of what happens. Like, cause I'm not always going to act in a Christian manner, but regardless of what people may think about how I'm acting, God and I are like this. Right. Um. So, you know, poet, author, spoken word, Uh. you know, yeah, poet, author, uh, wrestler, life coach, um, sailor, father, husband, man grown ass man you asked for my acronym grown ass man. okay okay so we got you all in a nutshell there one thing i didn't hear is a video gamer that's good just i, I play I, I, so i own a video game i just i, I don't have time to play it. right because you, your life you're busy <laughs> with everything <laughs> you got going on i'm surprised you had time because we, we spent a long time in this interview so um one thing that I do in, in these is I give everybody a testament of who they are or what I believe you are. Okay. All right. So we're going to start off here. The pinnacle. Do I need to pour? 
Do I, uh, do I need to pour another drink? Hold up. Yeah, hey, get I'm you a drink you, real quick. I'll, yeah, I'm, 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 no, I'm gonna take you with me. All right, all right. So, so here we go. Let me get my drink real quick. Woo! <laughs> now, the pinnacle. You're more than a pinnacle. Uh, let's let's say this. You're um, you kind of remind me of uh, what was his name? He was one of my favorite wrestlers. You kind of remind me of Bret Hart a little bit. Mm. Bret, Bret Hart had this at a heart of gold, real structured, a real sound person. Um, and getting to know you just through this podcast and just seeing what you do and how you speak, uh, it's a it's a credit to whoever raised you. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and, and you use the word polish, but I call it integrity. It's a, it's a deeper level that you have that most people don't. Um, and inside your collective, uh, you all have a great group, but inside of you though, here's the thing you're out here, you're listening to other people's podcasts. You're out here, you're going to step in above and beyond yourself to help your next man. And we don't, congratulate that we don't talk about that in inside of any community as men women binary non-binary we don't talk about that so thank you there for doing that another thing is that influence the influence that you have is the stuff that you don't hear about um two podcasters have come to me they they started listening to what you say and they say that they like the aspects the things that you talk about they like how sincere and how you use the word authentic but we will say real that realness can't be taught, can't be bought. And I put that on about 10 things, certain things that can't be taught or bought. You're just born with them. So once again, being born with that, uh, that's another part of your influence on life. The next thing, the way that you're very intricate in how you're doing everything that you're doing, be it the spoken word to everything else, you're trying to spread yourself so much that, that it's amazing because when you're spreading yourself like that, there's people out here that you will never meet that will never talk to you, but they will listen to you. They will see you. They will hear you twice. Like you said earlier. <laughs> and those things are there for you to do that into, I'm not saying in a careless manner, but in a carefree manner for you to do that for the world. That's amazing. That's something that's commendable because not a lot of people are going to do that. I'm going to get out here. I'm going to speak a few words. I'm going to throw a few gems out there, but I'm going to turn it off at some point. I got to turn off time. My phone, I don't even get notifications from Instagram. I, I have a, I have a certain time that I turn things off, but you don't turn things off. You're there. You're diligent. You're doing these things. You're bettering all communities. And I'm guilty of one thing. Um, I always look at everybody's community. I don't always, I don't try to segregate any community. Mm. And that's one thing I like about you because you're looking at all communities when you're doing things. And you know, we, we're all tied into one thing and, and I'm not very political when it comes to racism or anything like that, but you tie everybody into what you're saying. And nine times out of 10, be it black, white, whoever, when we're in our sections or wherever we are, we usually just tie in our own race and you do not do that. You tie everybody and you have certain topics that may be themed, but it's so hard to get someone to be so clear. That's an amazing talent you have. And that's a talent because you have to learn that from somewhere. You've seen something somewhere <laughs> and you pick that up and not everybody has that. And that's the difference. And I'm telling you this because I've been in the game for a long time. That's the difference between what Jay-Z said, a businessman and a business man. Mm. Okay. You are a business. You have everything in a nutshell. 
you will make it to wherever you decide to go and you won't stop there. Your game plan in life, that's amazing. That's something that if you took time in your next podcast and uh, you title it uh, My Thoughts on Life, you could take that My Thoughts on Life, just you a solo podcast, your thoughts on life, and you could change the man down the road. You have that kind of power. You got the same, I call it that Michael Jackson factor because that was my artist. Michael Jackson changed people. We don't look at the bad. We're just talking about the good. Yeah, yeah. You got that Michael Jackson woe to you. Oh man. In that glow. Okay. That's humbling, man. Thank you so much. And, and that's one of those things like I, I tell people, you know, it's certain entities in the world. But when you have that and you you're the type of person that knows the responsibility that goes with that, you have fun. Nobody takes that away <laughs> from you, you know. But all that stuff inside a bubble and inside that integrity make you a great person. And that's your testament. Okay. Thank you so much. Man. That, that's humbling. Um, I just, man, I just feel like, um, honestly, like, like I said, I'm, I'm a Christian man. And I think that, um, God, God mixed up whatever he fixed up and he put it in my brain. Right. So as I discover it for me to not use it is almost being sinful. Um, like, and, and like, I, I mean, I, I get it. Not everybody, like, I'm not sure, you know, what the faith base is for your listeners or anything like that. I'm just, oh, I'm just talking about, hold on for a second. Romans three, verse 23, for all of sin that comes short of the glory of God. Boom. Um, yeah. I just feel like, I, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like that for, for God to bless me with the ability to do and for me to not do is, is sinful. Um, so I just, I, I just, um, I, I just, Really, honestly, man, I, I'm I'm striving for like a better world, right? Like I, I don't um deny that there are problems, right? Um, right. Uh, there are there are problems for people that look like me, for people that dress like me, that, that maybe talk like me, um, but at the end of the day, not all people are like that, and and the the good heavily outweigh the bad and i'm just a person i refuse to lose faith in humanity and i've also been a person where i grew up in the hood i had opportunities in school right where to you know i had more opportunities than probably the people next to me but it doesn't mean that the information is not there and if i can get here why can't you get there and and if i can help you get there i'm gonna do that because that's the christian thing to do right And, and the thing that i like is you know we all have disparities within all communities and i like how you guys as a whole your group y'all talk about serious topics and and, and y'all have a, a funny filter and, and that balance man that's what makes y'all guys amazing that's what makes you amazing so to cap this off because we got a long this is a long episode we didn't I, i'm gonna have to give you a thursday spot now <laughs> for this yes. episode um and, and, and fans know what the thursday episode means that Saturday episodes are always cool. That's where I do my controversy sales episodes. I have series inside my podcast. I got like six different series that go on. So um, in the Thursday episode, that's like the main drop. So, you know, main event, we're changing your name. Your title needs to be main event. You need to change the Instagram tag, main event. Ooh. Main event. Put it between your name, though. Because you put the main event between there, it's going to be tougher than the pinnacle. The one, the main event, O'Neal. Ooh, I'm gonna have to go trademark that, and then I'm gonna have to come through with the, you know, I got the crickets. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Collect some royalties. Send me a cease and desist, unless you, you talk about these kickbacks. 
<laughs> All right. So once again, I want to thank you, Dewan, for coming on West Virginia and Commonplace uh, Podcast Collide. That's been turned into a, a, a realization. This has turned into a real deep episode. I'm about to have you back on for some more topics because we do things uh, in panels and different things like that. Um, you know, my structure is this recording thing. It's not live, but we do four panel structures and different things with people. So I'll definitely have to come, have you come in, especially have you come in on the love series when we talk about agape and different types of things like that. Um, it's been a pleasure. So here's the thing I need you to do real quick. And this is the greatest thing about podcasts. We have shameless plugs. It's time to get on here and tell everybody where they can meet you on social media. Okay. Social media, Instagram, uh, Dewan O'Neill one. Dewan, D-E-J-U-A-N-O-N-E-A-L, the number one on Instagram. Also, Grown Man Logic Podcast on Instagram. On Twitter, Grown Man Logic Podcast. YouTube, Grown Man Logic Podcast. Also, there's a vlog on YouTube called Becoming Second to None, where I talk about the road stories and behind the scenes stuff of like professional wrestling. The book, Dear Dominic, is available on Amazon as we speak. June 25th. Apple Music and Spotify and wherever you get your music will be hosting my initial spoken word uh, extended play or EP Ooh. known as the as known as the the premonition. Um, it, it's a set, it's seven poems um, to to warm you up for the album release uh, in October. Um, and come August, Amazon will be hosting my second book, Grown Man Logic: The Art of Applying Pressure. Um, where I was where I was talking about some of the stuff that I was talking about on here tonight. Um, every Monday and Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am live on Instagram. We are live on Instagram, um, Grown Man Logic Podcast. So if you miss those things, we do like a lot of fun stuff, giveaways, open emails, things of that nature. Um, also, my personal Twitter, Dewan O'Neill 22N. Uh, 22N stands for second to none. So Dewan O'Neill 22N on Twitter as well. And uh, on Facebook, uh, Dewan O'Neill and or Grown Man Logic. No Tumblr, no Snapchat, no. no. Um, I, I'm not as active on Snap as I'm also on TikTok. Uh, we're, all, we're on TikTok. On TikTok, Grown okay. On TikTok. Um, yeah, we got some funny stuff coming down the line for, you know, to kind of drive that audience over to the podcast as well. But um, yeah, no, I, I'm not, I'm not really, I have a Snapchat, but I'm not really active. So I don't really want to send people there because I don't, I don't really use it. They'd be kind of disappointed. I follow this guy and now I'm pressured to, to, to put stuff on Snap. <laughs> okay. And, and I thank you for all that. And then um, the last bit of this plug that you forgot to do, and I hope your crew don't kick you out. You got to plug your crew too. Well, you asked me where to find me. But, right, but you got to, you know, you got to plug them at the end too. Yeah. So the, the Grown Man Logic crew consists of the three people in podcasting that I believe are smarter than I am. And that's what makes Grown Man Logic successful. If I'm the, if I'm the, if I'm the, the dumbest person in the room, you're, you got a pretty good room. So, <laughs> so uh, Carla can be found at she blows it underscore pod, that she blows it underscore pod. Um, Eric can be found at the uncomfortable convo, or you know that one guy. That's you, K N O. That the number one guy, and of course, Coffee with Kendra can be found at Coffee with Kendra. <laughs> and I want to thank you once again for that, and uh, thank you for this amazing interview. Definitely gonna have thanks to have for having on. me, man. Oh yeah, always. Uh, it was a pleasure. I mean, it's turned into a full full grown uh, episode at the end, you know. Because usually, I'll be honest, these plugs only do like 
usually like 15 30 minutes on them and then everybody's usually done because it's just straight in it's about like making music you know we come into it then we're out but this thing went everywhere um so i definitely appreciate that and then what, what else was it, it was something else i was going to say to you um keep doing those amazing lives keep people integrated and um the challenge to you now is this um you've seen someone start a championship you know podcast you ar podcast because you listen to them for 48 hours so the next step for you is you need to build the next championship well so hold on hold on on. whoa 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 whoa, whoa. you're an authority you're an authority on a and a and r on podcasts you sat there and listened to them you critiqued them you brought guests in so there's nothing stopping you from doing that. Now let me go ahead and get the excuse that, that I feel like you're about to give me. No, there, there's there's no excuse. So um, so behind the scenes, Pat and I were already working on the next tournament. Like so I, I kind of bullied my way into this one. Right. And and we were working on the next one where it was gonna be, I don't want to give away the concept just in case it comes to fruition, right? But um the like we were working on it where Grown Man Logic was gonna host the tournament and Pat. And podcastogram was going to sponsor it. Okay. B- b- before everything went down, um. So, like I said, man, if uh, like we'll we'll revisit it in the future, but we, there's some there's some kinks that we got to work out so that nobody has you know a complaint and get their you know their their undies in a in a bind. Um. But but once we work that out, um, I think um because it because it's Pat's baby, I I wouldn't want to do it without him his involvement some kind of way. But uh, I think stay tuned stay yeah. tuned and and also another thing that i need you all to think about and this could be you cool out corner or anybody we need a versus battle for these podcasts for real because l- listen to why i say this a versus battle twice a month let's not do every let's not do four weeks of this but two weeks a versus podcast the podcast it's everything is uh voted on to get your podcast in there we have okay. to work out we have to work out the voting system because that's the thing that we got wrong right now on instagram uh algorithm and bots have destroyed voting and, yep. I, and, I, and I will say that um and, and i and i'll talk to you behind the scenes about the voting because i know somewhere that they can vote and it's just sealed um so you all should start a versus podcast type deal and the way that that would work is you would do it over two weeks and the logic is, is if you did it the first week, you'd say grow man logic and I'm going to use bad cancel. Right. Mm-hmm. And you give a list of certain episodes, people go back and listen to them. So they got a whole week to listen after you announce it. So like if you announce it on a Monday, they would have mm-hmm. a two week span, you know, give them 14 days or so to, to listen to episodes and be like, Hey, I heard this gym. I heard this gym and then come back and vote. Mm-hmm. Because when you do that, you're giving people, you're moving numbers, and this is where the marketing thing comes in. And this is just something I'm uh-huh. sliding to you. No, no, I'm, I'm, this is this is my listening face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is the, this is. And we're doing this just in the recording. See, this is crazy, and I'm not gonna edit it out or nothing. Um, but you do that so your listener base gets a little bit uh, eclectic, eccentric. Uh-huh. Theirs gets eclectic, eccentric, and people are listening to your podcast and finding your gems. Because we put out great episodes. Everybody puts out great episodes, but sometimes you got some episodes that are just fire. And then you Yo, got something. What if we do? What if we did it like this? We have a representative from the podcast, right? Like you know, but but not, but a member not involved in the podcast, right? Right. So 
so kind of like um like music uh for the love of music or something like that they're yeah doing like a battle right right so so and they're pulling out hits right but the, the artists aren't there representing right so you say say we get uh we get like uh you know dale p or cool out to represent a different podcast other other than theirs yeah yo and yo okay your job is to prepare 10 bars you know 10 gems from that podcast and then we just wait the gems okay gem number one versus gem number one <laughs> who wins gem number two versus gem number two who wins um oh my god hey let's talk let's talk about this yeah we'll talk let's, about that more so once again everybody thank you for uh getting me on here with west virginia and commonplace and going with uh the one o'neill from grown man logic and one day he'll have his own podcast when he takes it 10 minutes and makes one um which he will so once again i want to thank you and shout out to everyone um and put one, that in the universe man <laughs> yeah and one thing that we'll just i'll close with this i want to thank everybody that's involved in the podcasting community no yeah. matter what you do from people that do the show notes to the dude that edits episodes for free on reddit i want to thank you guys because and there is a guy that will edit your episodes for free just for clout um I'll have to introduce you to him later. But anyway, uh, just that, you know, thank you guys inside the community because it's a crazy community. We do have beef in the street sometimes and it gets handled. It gets handled outside of the podcast, but still the way that this community thrives and strives to keep everyone together and to, and the way that things are being done now, it's amazing. Six months ago, it was not like this in the independent podcast community on our regional level, on our national level. Now it's, everybody's with everybody. So I want to thank you guys and I'm signing off.